All right, boys and girls, we're back. We're better. Less technical difficulty this time, I can promise. And we got some bangers for picks coming up. Honestly, I don't even know how well we did last week. We'll get into that. Did we? Well, you you went what you always do and shot right at 500. Dude, classic me, bro. I can't do it. I can't I can't win, but I can't lose, you know. Hey, my my skid is just rolling. <laughs> is it rough? It's not good. You're hating that. Well, hey guys, thank you guys for joining us. This is BD Radio episode 48. Yes. Episode 48. We're closing on 50. That's wild. But um thank you guys for hanging out. This is your co-host Cam with your opposing co-host Ryan aka Groobs aka the Goat. How are you, man? Doing good. Doing good. Got some good news this week, so hopefully some of that pans out coming in, in the coming weeks. So we'll see what goes on with that. And Heck then, yeah, uh, dude. Is it something we can share, or is it something we don't yet. need to discuss I don't yet? Jinx it. I don't want to oh, jinx it. Oh, I like that. I like so that. So we're going to keep it rolling, see what comes of it. And then, it's fingers crossed, that'll be awesome. I can do a lot, a lot more traveling if it comes through. Heck but yeah. Uh, yeah, good week. Ready for next week. Um, Christmas. Looking forward to not doing a whole lot of anything. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wish I could say the same. One of our coworkers is down, so we're having we're having to sack up a little bit. And I'm working a half day on Christmas Eve. I didn't even take New Year's off. I think I need to though. I would assume so. You was know, it, was New Year's on a Friday or Thursday this year. I don't remember. Let me check. Yeah, I can pull it up. It is on a Friday. Yeah, so New Thursday Year's day, and but New then Year's fr- Eve is Thursday. Yeah, I just need to take off that. That Friday, I guess. Or I'll just, I might take off like the half day in the morning just to give my, my mental a break, you know, you know, so yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm having to really hunker down and do some working. So that's pretty tight. Yeah. It is what it is. It is. It is. Let's get into it, dude. We got, uh, my my man Ryan's got a few things to talk about. We're going to dive in some picks and then we're going to have a great weekend. I know that for sure, guys. This is BD Radio, um, coming to you live, episode 48. Y'all stay tuned and I hope you guys have an absolute blast to listen to us make fools of ourselves picking these bets because there's not a whole bunch of games going on. You'll see, but let's get it. What's going on, man? Well, man, we got a vaccine. We, we have do. vaccines and they are being used and one nurse passed out live on television last night after taking it. I wonder if that was the effects of it or the needle. That or, you know, could be nerves. Who knows? That's true. But it was quite not a good look for them for the country, though. I'll say that. Yeah, it definitely does not help. Um, something <laughs> that definitely needs to be fixed. Um, but hey. We have a vaccine, so can't can't complain too much. That's true. That is true. I'm not going to take it unless mandated, but <laughs> you do I your mean, thing. I, yeah, I mean, you've already had it, so it's just going to, you know, not be as bad for you. Yeah, I'm chilling. If I've had it or not. But anyways, uh, back getting back into some of the vaccine stuff, um, shout out to Dave Portnoy and the rest of the Barstool crew that are putting together a fund for the restaurants in New York. Because if you don't know, they're having to shut down dining. Um, only thing they can do is outdoor dining. And, you know, it's got like six inches of snow up there right now. So that's kind of impossible. But now they're also putting in more restrictions to where they can't let people go in and use the bathroom or go inside to pick up food either. So shout out to them for making more uh, to helping these restaurants out to keep them afloat. 
And hopefully uh, a lot of these people that are suffering from these stupid lockdowns from the government um, can survive this and come through the other side here soon. Yeah, no doubt. I just, it's crazy. There's actually a statistic that came out and literally the most, the biggest place for transmission is just in the household. It has nothing to do with restaurants. It has nothing to do with you being at, at a grocery store. It's literally, if you get sick, you're just going to put it in the air at your house. Right. You know, like, which is common sense, which we all, I think we all knew coming in. But for whatever reason, we're just continuing to shut her down. And um, we got some interesting times ahead of us in the near future. Yeah, it sucks because, like, I'm wanting to plan a vacation out to Colorado for around my birthday. Mm-hmm. But you don't, with all this stuff going on, it's hard to plan around that. Because once Biden gets in office, who knows if he's going to, you know, enact a four to six week shutdown mandated across the entire country. Yep. Or what? Who knows? So it, it makes life a little hard. Um, I know I'm complaining, but here in Atlanta, we don't really have shit. I'm sure the same thing in Birmingham. Yeah, it's... um. I work from home, so I don't really get out a whole bunch anyway, but still, it's just like, that's tough, dude. Yeah. I don't I know. Just, I don't know when they're going to, I don't know if they shut down. Like, I just, I want, I'm curious to see how Governor Ivy handles it, if we're being honest. Yeah. Because Be I don't know. to see how Kemp, our governor, hand, handles it too. I mean, he hasn't shut us back down since the original one, so I can't complain too much. That's super true, dude. He has, he has been decent on that front for sure. For whatever reason, Trump doesn't like the guy, though. Uh, it's because of like the recounts and all that stuff, you know, uh, he can't accept that he lost. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I will say we do have our Senate race, like early voting starting and I can't wait until this crap's done. So I am so fucking tired of political uh, campaign ads. They are so bad. Are they? They're not here, but yeah, well y'all are, y'all are done. So you don't have anything to worry about right now. But for us, it's like we have these two Senate seats that are still up for a runoff election. So it's just constant. Every YouTube, your phone, Instagram, TV, it's so bad. It's just like you can't get away from it. Yeah. This is why people hate politics. That's the truth, dude. And by that, you mean everybody. Yes, exactly. But it's just, it, it blows my mind that New York, de Blasio and Cuomo, they, they did this the first time, saw the effects saw that it did nothing, and then they're just like, all right, we're going to do it again. It's like y'all are literally hurting your economy so bad. You guys won't get voted back in. You should be ousted already. I mean, you got the same thing out in California with their governor, him doing the exact same thing in L.A. County. And yeah, shout they, out to um, the, what's it, Burbank Sheriff, I can't remember what, Jefferson County or something like that, said, no, we're not doing it. And my buddy Logan, who friend of the show he uh congrats to him real quick he just got he passed the bar here in georgia so now he's we got our lawyer let's get it have a lawyer so uh where he's from in orange county their their sheriff's also saying we're not going to enact you know stay at home orders so good for those places but other places where you got in la county and new york where you can't really leave otherwise you might get arrested yeah he demanded uh the governor in California demanded 19 counties to shut down their wineries, but he kept his open. Yeah. How crazy is that, dude? It's insane. Well, it was like the Austin mayor when he was like, yeah, stay at home orders. And then he's down in Mexico. Right. 
while he while giving the Zoom call, he's in Mexico on a beach. It's like seriously, that's a bad look, dude. Just we just got a bunch of idiots. Bottom yep. line, well, hopefully I mean, we all politics. see that. You know, yeah. The problem but, is, is who's going to go in there? Nobody wants to be in politics. I I know nobody that's smart does, which is the worst part. Exactly. All the smart people realize one, there's no money in it. Real money, I should say. Like you can, I mean, some of these congressmen make a shit ton of money, and but they're not going to make real, real money. If that makes sense. They make, they make money, millions. but it's. I feel like they sh- they should low key kind of feel cheap. Because they're getting every like we're paying them like us, yeah. you know, like yeah. and they're making six figures. Yeah, we're paying them. You know, like they're not doing any, they're not doing anything to progress the the country and or county and or state, majority of them, right? But they're just getting paid by us to do yep. a bad job. So to it's do like shady shit. It's crazy, dude. I'm not yep. into it. I'm not into oh, I'm not it. Either. I'm not into the vaccine. I'm not sold on the vaccine. Um, but I am interested to see what happens on the vaccine in about a year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm interested to see if we ever what do you what's your opinion? Do you think we'll have full stadiums at some point by maybe summer? No. Do we have full stadiums come by fall? No. Why do you think that? Because we have progressive liberal leadership. True. That's the bottom line. That's why I yeah, feel. I can't argue against that. I'm not going to say it's a good thing. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. I just don't think that they'll be full. Which really sucks. Yeah, I mean, we won't see a full stadium for a while, I think. Let's hope and pray you're wrong, because I would like to go to a baseball game this summer. A bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, economically, it's terrible. Oh, it's dumb as shit. It's detrimental. To our economy, but that's yeah. why they're that's how they're gonna play it, you know. Yep. I mean, if I can, it's just crazy to me that I can go literally to the bar that's underneath my apartment, pretty crowded, but I can't walk into a stadium just spaced out with a mask on. Yeah, it's because um, I want to. That's my thing is they're literally taking the option away from us, like we're too stupid to make the right decision, even though they're too stupid to realize it's a bad decision what they're doing. It's just, cra- it's crazy. It's like, for whatever reason, they think that they're smarter, you know, oh, including yeah. the Fauci guy. The, the Fauci guy doesn't even know what's going on. He's like, well, all right, guys, look, I don't him. really see the use in masks. And then two weeks later, he's like, all right, guys, we all need masks. And then he comes out, he's like, all right, we need to stay at home. But also, like, it's okay if you leave. And it's just like, hey, man, Please pick a side and either be smart or be dumb. I don't like the, the fence hopping is what makes you look the stupid, the, the the most stupid. You yeah. Know? My favorite thing is he's like, yeah, we got a vaccine now. It's great. But we're still going to have to wear masks and still have to social distance for the foreseeable future until maybe 2022, 23. It's like, what? Yeah. So the vac- what you're saying is the vaccine doesn't work. What you're telling me is this is all bullshit and that you guys just really want some control. No doubt, dude. It's super crazy. Speaking of unpaid ad, have you watched the Andrew Schultz thing on Netflix? I have not yet. Um, I'm definitely planning on it, though. It's literally, you know those videos you put on Instagram? Yes. The the funny ones that he literally just reads a script and just roasts everybody, and it's awesome? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that, but there's they're 15 minutes long. Oh, that's awesome. They're incredible. Dude, he goes on these enormous monologues, and it's so funny, dude. 
you honestly gotta like pause it sometimes to figure out like to let to let your like mind catch up to what he's saying because he just he doesn't wait like he doesn't wait for reaction because there's, no, there's nobody there so right. he, so he he doesn't wait for reactions so you can like process the information and get a laugh out of it so you're on to the next joke and you're just like oh my god I'm just, just taking in so much shit. info. Dude, I'll be honest, though, it's hilarious, bro. He talks about the pandemic. He talks about left-wing, right-wing extremists. He talks about every—he the, the, talks about the—what uh, the uh, what's, what are they called? The, uh, the people that are, like, um, conspiracy theorists. Like, he talks—dude, he talks about everybody. It's so funny, bro. There's only four of them, which kind of bums me out, but it's an yeah. hour of content. That's all that matters. That's well, true. do you ever venture into his podcast, Flagrant 2? No. Why? Just hop on YouTube since you work from home. Throw it up. It's he'll he'll talk about a bunch of shit, similar shit that we talk talk about. But he's f- very fucking funny. He is, dude. He is. It's crazy that he's just now gaining popularity, bro. Because I remember I remember watching this stuff last year and dude, thinking like this, this guy's when hilarious. He was on Girl Code and Guy Code on MTV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was Andrew Schultz. You're right. Oh wow. yeah. But uh, he's he's funny, man. I, honestly, everybody listen. I encourage you to go watch it. It's hilarious, and he's so middle grounded on it. You know, like he'll roast everybody on the left and uh, the extreme left, and then he'll uh, backdoor it and go everybody on the extreme right and roast them. Right, and it's just so funny, bro. I mean, a lot of the stuff makes sense too. I mean, it's just logical stuff that he's just speaking. It's common sense that he's saying, but he's just he's very funny about how he put, how he puts it. It's it's very very good. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. He's a good guy. Uh, his shit's good. Um, definitely go check him out. Check out Flagrant too as well. Uh, unpaid ad, of course. <laughs> it's a good take hey. on um. It's a good take on the coronavirus too. Oh, I'm sure it is. And I Black Lives, sure dude. He t- attacks Black Lives Matter. So funny. Oh, he no. said he literally opens. He says Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I'm going there. I got this. And then, <laughs> 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 oh, dude, it's so funny, bro. Oh boy. I love Schultz. He's so funny. He is funny, bro. He is funny. What else we got, brother? Okay. Giannis, I can't say his last name, but everybody Ante knows Giannis. There you go. Antetokounmpo. He uh, signed the largest NBA deal with the to Minnesota. Well, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, my bad. Yep. Um, he signed the biggest contract with Milwaukee, which was a little bit shocking to some people. Um, some expected him to move on from Milwaukee, but, hey, he got paid. And he got pretty close to the finals last year, so why not? Um, my answer to the why not is because they're not very good in the fi- in the playoffs historically. I mean, it's true. They don't true. win. They got beat by the Heat, bro. But the Heat are were decent this year. The Heat were hot. That's all they were, bro. Yeah. I mean, look what the Lakers did to them. Now, what would you do if the Heat went and got a uh, fat boy, <laughs> fat boy, uh, James Harden, chonk, chonk, James Harden. Oh, if they got James Harden, boy, they are they're doing well. Hey, please tell me you know what I'm referring to when I no. say fat boy chonk. No, like dude, he in these preseason games he put on some weight. Did he? He has put on some weight. He's really? a little thick boy. He is a little thick boy right now. Dude, if they got him, if they got James Harden, they are 100 percent the number one seed. Yeah. James Harden, Jimmy it. Butler, and out of Bayou, Bio. I mean, dude, yeah. that's Arrow, a lineup. Drogic. 
But the problem is to be able to get him, they have to package those a few of those guys together to send them to Houston. So it's probably not going to happen. The most likely thing would be him to the Sixers is what Logan was telling me. Really? Yep. Him to the Sixers. They could package maybe, uh, I want to say Simmons maybe. No, because they just got a wall, John Wall, didn't they? Yeah. Who did? Houston. Houston. Yeah. Because they sent Russell, they switched, right? Yeah, they did. So I don't know, but yeah, Giannis signing that big contract, good for him. I mean, he's the future of the league in my opinion. Definitely the future of the league, bro. But, I mean, nobody's beating LeBron, bro. Uh, yeah, until LeBron retires, which who knows whenever that'll be. I'm sure he'll try to get a, another real championship or two and then get out of there. He only has, what, four now? He has four? Four? Yeah, four. But I, do you really count the COVID one? You got to. I mean, yeah. I you mean, want you it fair and, he, I mean, you want it fair and square, no matter yeah. what. They still play the, the whole playoff no tree. Fans. There's no fans. I mean, they were going to win it no matter what. They were definitely the favorite. Oh, 100%. I, remember, I wonder remember what the odds before. are. Let me look at future odds right now. Go for it. But do you remember uh, going into the bubble, going into the playoffs, people are like, oh, I don't know if the Lakers are really going to do it. So stupid. I was like, seriously, they're the hottest team this year. They have the best player, probably the top, or you know, obviously the best player. And then maybe top the second guy is a top three guy in the league. Yeah. AD. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, how are you going to compete with that? I might, dude, plus 180 odds to win the championship this year. Who's behind them? The Bucks at plus 500. I mean, I like the Lakers still on that. You think, do you win money? All right. So if I put, $10 on all of these games. Let's just do some quick math here. I'm about to really just get into my finance. You're trying to see if you'd make money if you bet 10 bucks on all of this? If I put $10 on the top five teams. you. I mean, if you did it on the Lakers and the Lakers hit, you wouldn't make money. You'd lose. So. Because you're only making 18 bucks off $10, $10 bet right there. No, you're right. You're right. What if so I put 100 on the Lakers and then 10 on everybody else? So if I put a hundred on them, I'd win one eighty. So but then you still you would lose five hundred on the bucks if they won. Damn, bro, Pappy. What if I just did shit? Now if you did if you did a hundred, yeah, see you still be losing money. I was gonna say a hundred, then you did twenty, then ten, ten, ten. You'd still be losing money. But marginally though, I'd only been losing like yeah, twenty bucks. Thirty bucks. Twenty, yeah. thirty bucks, yeah. So it's still not worth it though. That's true. So no matter what, I lose. Rip. Yeah. Dude, but, ha- I mean, the best thing to do would be to put at least one of money on one of those and then t- do a dark horse. I like the, um, I like the Bucks a lot. On the, in the, in the East. But well, also the, the Nets, bro. Yeah, you got to watch out for them with them getting a KD back and Kyrie. But this, then again, it's the first time actually playing together, so we'll see how that goes. So we all oh, know Kyrie's a little bit of a head case. That's true, dude. I put twenty on that. That's a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then I put a hundred on the Lakers. That's hundred and eighty. So if the Bucks win, I break even. If the Lakers win, I win seventy bucks. Yeah. 
But still, is it worth it? I don't know, dude. I'm definitely going to put 100 on the Lakers no matter what. There you go. Because they're the easy favorite, bro. Yeah, you need to get that in soon then because I'm pretty sure it starts Christmas. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. I need to put that in for sure. Dude, you can bet on if the Jets go 0-16. Uh, I bet those are very good odds right now. And by that, I mean like minus 250 or something. Yeah, it's minus 220. Jets go 0-16. Hey, I was close. That's true. That's a rip. I almost want to put 20 on it or, or because they're not winning this week. Put 20 on it, make 10. Are they uh, less than ten? Or, yeah. Are you um? What what are you what what's their record right now? Oh, and thirteen. Thirteen or fourteen? Yeah. Yeah, they're winning it. They're they're gonna not win a game for sure. That's yeah, because this is week fifteen, and we got sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. So there's four weeks left, but one of those they're not playing. So they're probably. How many? They play sixteen, so they're probably zero and thirteen right now, unless yeah. they have a bye week between now and then. No doubt, no doubt. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Uh, that's just <laughs> all good, all good. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that, and then uh, he earned let's it. Get into back to back uh, MVPs. He earned the contract for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the dude's—he's a freak. He is called the Greek freak for a reason. No doubt. So let's get into internet story of the week. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week, but Jake Paul tripling down on his on this whole Conor McGregor thing. It's only been like two or three weeks since that fight happened between him and Nate Robinson. So this is a hell of a way to be a heel in all of this. But let's take a listen and give me your opinion on this, Cam. Good morning, Conor McGregor. I know you're probably beating up old dudes in a bar right now, or maybe you're jacking off because you're sick of fucking your wife. I mean, she's a four, Conor. You could do a lot better, but happy Monday. Yikes. My team sent you a $50 million offer this morning. $50 million cash, proof of funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, but you're scared to fight me, Connor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a fucking YouTuber. You're 0-1 as a boxer. I'm 2-0 and as a boxer. I just came off the eighth biggest pay-per-view event in history, but you want to fight Dustin Prober, who has less followers on Instagram Poirier. than my fucking dog. That's a fact. And Dana White, you're a fucking pussy too, you ugly fucking bald bitch. You said there's 0% chance of this fight happening, but there's 0% chance of you getting some fucking pussy. Connor, you're scared. Dana, you're scared. Sign the fucking contract, you idiots. Jesus fucking Christ. Irish bitch. What's the obsession with pussy? Yeah, he, um, I just don't, I just think that in a verbal, in a verbal sense, he just lacked intellect. Like, yeah, because I mean, when he calls out Dana right there, he's like, you he fucking just ran, bald bitch. Like, yeah, he ran, okay. he ran out of words. But um, I will say this, I mean, smart play by him. Oh, in 100%. terms of, like, mental. I mean, hey, so him and his team, it's, it's a smart play. Worst case scenario, it doesn't come to fruition, and he's still the bad guy of the world, which he has been this entire his entire livelihood. So um, I don't think the fight happens for sure. But also, if it does, Connor's going to starch him. Oh, he's going to sleep him very quickly. And and I don't think the refs are going to mind a few extra punches on the way down. It, dude, since it's an exhibition, you already got 50 mil guaranteed. You know you're about to knock him out. Just fucking drop him with a, with a kick. Fuck it. Who cares? That'd be hilarious. Just DQ'd. Who cares? If you can knock his ass out and that means forfeiting the match, but you still get the 50 mil, who cares? Just knock his ass out with a kick. 
I wish he would counter offer and say $100 million for a kickboxing match. That'd be great. Because that's what he is. He's kickboxing and then whatever else, grappling, jujitsu, whatever. Big. He's he's all he's an MMA fighter, bro. He's oh, 100%. he's a freak. But um, I mean, he not he just knocked Cowboy Cerrone out last his last fight with a shoulder. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, he did. Nobody throw, dude. Shoulders getting thrown like that in the clinch like that in a Muay Thai clinch are rare. You, they do it some, you know, just to get their head off their mm-hmm. uh, just to get their head and create a little space. But dude, he was throwing he them, bro. Nose. He broke his shit. Yeah, he was throwing them like aggressively. So I, I was just that won't end well um, for Mr. Paul, but he will get paid, even though he'll have CTE. Yeah. Um, so it'd probably be worth it. Uh, but honestly, after that fight, if he if it actually does come to fruition, I'll be honest, I would just close the YouTube account up and sell off in the sunset. Hell yeah, you know, but you know, that's never not be heard him. from again. That's not him. He won't do that shit. No, nah, he won't. I mean, you're going to really see it. What happens when these these guys, these YouTubers, they f- I mean, granted, these guys like Logan was a wrestler and stuff, so he kind of gets some of the some of it. And they've trained, but still, when you're going up against guys who've done this their pretty much their entire lives, like against Floyd and against Connor, you're going to realize, holy shit, this is a different breed even if you are bigger than them. Yeah, that's like, uh, I mean, like, I think Logan's like got three or four inches on Floyd, maybe more, but still, you're still going to get tagged up and not be able to hit him. Oh, yeah, that's actually that's, happening. That's with Floyd. I mean, that's happening in like a month. I thought it was Jake. Which one? Jake the- is fighting. No, that's Logan. Okay. Logan, the older one, is fighting Floyd. Is Logan talking shit at all? Not really. Dude, I, I feel like he's-, he's matured up a little bit. He has. You know, I, I mean, he, obviously, he went through his shithead days. But, oh, boy, did I mean, he. These guys are from, these guys blew up during Vine. Yeah, they. They've been, and so it's been, what, 10 years since they've been doing all this? Dude, they've got racks. There's no doubt about it. So, I mean, I just don't get the whole boxing thing. I just, I, I don't get it. Um, You guys are already famous from other shit. Why not just keep doing that? What's, what's the whole thing with the boxing? Boredom. I just don't get it. Yeah, I guess money. They know they can make shit ton of money from it. So. It's human nature, dude. People just get bored. It don't matter what class you're in in terms of societal, I guess. Right. You know, chain. You know, the financial chain and and the middle class and the lower class and the upper class. I just don't. Yeah. They're definitely a part of the upper class financially. So they don't matter. Still, I don't mean they don't get just bored as hell, even though they have a ton of money. Oh, 100 percent. So what you do know? you think of him literally calling Connor's wife a four? Yeah, that's a rip. That's a rip. I, I'm not going to say I don't. I'm not going to say I disagree. But I will say, I will say that that's extremely rude. That's uh, that's somebody finding him on the side of the street, or Connor finding him on the street and just destroying him. Yeah. That actually, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. If Connor just went to his house one night and just beat the dog shit out of him. Yeah. Because then you know what he did after that. Like the next day, he rolls up in the back of a car, back of a truck, outside of some, I guess it might have been their gym or something. But Connor's manager, Dylan Dennis, is out there doing an interview, and they throw toilet paper and, like, ice and shit at him. And they call him a pussy. And it's like, y'all are the ones in the back of a car throwing shit at him and then yelling, dip, 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 dip. No Who's way. the pussy? Yeah. But, I mean, this guy is going full heel. He unfollowed everybody else on Instagram outside of Dylan Dennis' girlfriend and Connor's wife. 
So that's pretty like he's doing some wild shit. So I get it. Yeah, it's he against ha- the grain. There has to be a villain. He's he's taking it to a new level, bro. I mean, there's no etiquette involved for sure. No, I mean this is like full force, full fledged WWE heel, and he's doing it. At least Which when, hey, if you really want the fight to happen, you he needs to do this. Otherwise, what incentive does Connor have to fight him? None. Because like it's it's a disgrace to boxing and like fighting in general for this kid to be even thinking he can go get in the ring with these guys. And again, you're gonna see this with Floyd and Logan. I guarantee it. That you're gonna see just the different class of human beings that they are when it comes to fighting. Yeah, I'm interested in that. When is that? I think it's in January. It's definitely in January. I just forget when. Yeah. I mean, we'll odds are I won't watch it either, but <laughs> I'll probably. Oh, I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not gonna buy it on. I'm not paying sixty bucks for it. I'll watch it at the bar for ten. I feel that. I feel that. So. I just I don't, dude. Just not into it, bro. Not yeah, into that. I don't really get it either. But hey, it's entertaining. I I can't say it's not entertaining. It's crazy that there's people like that out there. I mean, they just don't. That's just fighters in general. See, I'm more excited for the Poirier McGregor fight. Like that to me is gonna be a hell of a fight. When is that? Poirier is awesome. That's in January. Jesus. So that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good ass fight. I think, uh, oh, excuse me. I think Connor, I think Connor wins that. Oh, 100%. And, uh, I mean, to beat him last time. Yeah. And hopefully, I think, I hope, I hope that Connor mentions that Paul kid's name in the, in the post, post fight. Oh, he'll call him a fucking bitch or something. Fucking bitch. Dude, that'd be awesome, bro. Oh, it'll be great. But then again, Dana might not let him because remember, Dana has all these guys under contract. That's true. That's why he Connor can't just come out and be like, "Yeah, I'll fight you right now. Let's do it." January twenty third is the McGregor fight, and he's minus two forty odds. Nice. What's the uh, Floyd Logan? I don't even know. Let me see if they have it. Boxing. They have Here to. We go. Yeah, they gotta have it. I want to see the odds on that. It's gonna be like massively favored Floyd, just like Connor was. I'm only on boxing. I'm only seeing Smith Alvarez. I'm not seeing the uh I'm not seeing the other fight. Let me see. Oh, it's in February. So you're probably not gonna see it. Okay. I can bet on uh ping pong. <laughs> Why? I don't know, dude. I'd love to watch it. How do you yeah. even how do you bet on this and then watch it? Like where do you watch ping pong? I don't know. That's gonna be like ESPN the Ocho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a real channel now, right? I think yeah, they brought it back, right? Yeah, because Dodgeball made that shit famous. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. You can you can <laughs> bet on props for the lottery. Props for the lottery? Yeah, lottery props. Yeah. What, like what? They're weird, the bro. Like, drops the ball or something. All right, so Massachusetts, the numbers game, some of all balls selected during evening drawing. During the evening drawing, um, numbers game evening over okay, 17 so and a like half and under 17 and a half. I still don't really understand it. So, yeah, there's one even odd. There's one four for all balls drawn. Take five for all balls drawn under 99 and a half or over 99 and a half. This is so weird, bro. 
People are weird, dude. People bet weird stuff. That's that gambling addiction. That's right real there. gambling. Yeah, like that's legit yep. gambling. Yes. All right, before in the picks, let's talk a little bit of football from last week. I just <laughs> want to talk about two games specifically. Let's start with our Monday night game. That Browns-Ravens game. How incredibly good was that game? I actually didn't watch it to the last three minutes of the game. And the last three minutes were absolute electricity, you know? There was 20 points, which is the most points in the last two minutes in NFL history. Yeah, that was Which nuts. is nuts to think about. And if you were like me and you took the Browns, you got fucked. Yeah, bad beat, bro. That is literally, that is, I've never seen a worse beat than that in <laughs> my entire three, life. Plus three, dude. Plus three was a, just a horrendous beat there. Dude, incredible. Um, So the rumor was, I don't know if you saw this, but on Twitter and just the internet in general, everybody thought Lamar went into the locker room to go take a shit. That's what it looked like. Take a poop poop. But he said he had a cramp in his arm, and that's why his arm, he did, he, hey, he had the poo-poo run. He did, he bro. Did. He did have Everybody the poo-poo run. Everybody knows what the poo-poo run is. He did. I noticed that too, bro. I thought for <laughs> sure he wouldn't take a dump for sure, bro. I would come See, out and say it if I was him. That'd be funny. You know, I, I, if, you, if you took a shit there, you have to own it. But at the same time, it's like, dang. Like, you were gone for a long time, and you almost lost that game because you were taking a shit. That's a bad look. Yeah, I mean... But he won it, so it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's still great. It's a great story, even if he did take shit. Um, but, yeah, that was – honestly, at all, that game really sucked for me because I had Chubb and Jarvis Landry, and all I needed was one more – I needed, like, .5. I needed a catch to win my fantasy matchup to go in the championship. And Lamar coming back out, fuck me, so. Damn, that's rough. Yep. That was that that game really sucked, but it was a very good game. I really wanted the Browns to win, just because I, I'm rooting for the Browns. Yeah, mainly because they got Chubb, but they're also that feel good story. They really are, dude. I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised about Baker Mayfield coming on strong. For real, I mean, remember the guy did win a Heisman. He did. It's not like he's a bad quarterback. He just hadn't proved. He hasn't performed at the NFL level thus far. Right, but it's also this kind of offense fits him, and you can tell it does because they can just hand the ball to Kareem and Nick and then just play action, hit hit them over the top. Now they do have, you know, not have, have, uh, having OBJ really sucks because they need they need him, but Higgins has come on big time for them. Yeah, there ain't no doubt about that. He, um, he's come on very, very strong. Um, they look like a good team, dude. They really do. And I hey, knew that game was going to be close, dude. They look better than the lead, their division leader right now, the Steelers. Steelers look weird, bro. They're looking unusual for sure. Without a run dude, game, that offense is rough. It's bad. Like, all they do is quick screens and shit like that instead of running the ball. James Conner had 18 yards carried, 18 yards on 10 carries. Yeah, their run game looks rough right now. It's unbelievable. I you wouldn't expect that out of the Steelers being who they are and you know having their history. I wonder why. Like is an old is an old lineman hurt or something? Has to be. Um, I, I honestly can't tell you. It's not like I think they're trying to get these quick plays out because Ben can't take hits anymore. Yeah, I think that's what it is. 
But outside of that, I don't know, man. The Steelers, they look rough. They got some soul-searching to do on offense, that's for sure. Their defense has been hit by a lot of injuries, though. That's very true. That's very true. I um, But they're still standing up. I mean, the defense doesn't look bad. It's the offense yeah. is what's going on. I mean, when your defense is on the field the whole time, any defense will look bad. Exactly. But then, of course, you're going up against Josh Allen, who, good for him, man. A lot of doubters coming into the league about him, and I really like his game. If he can get more accurate on deep balls, he's going to be MVP stud winning Super Bowls left and right. I mean, you think? I mean, as long as Pat Mahomes is in the league, I don't see that happening. I mean, that's true. But he's going to be the next be, Aaron Rodgers. That's what he's going to be, bro. He'll get one Super Bowl, and he'll get overlooked this whole career. Yeah, I mean, that's probably he'll not get, false. He'll get praise for his arm talent, and that's it. But how long can the Chiefs keep that team together? That's true. How long can they keep Tariq, Travis, Miko, Robinson, Watkins, Clyde, all these guys, Le'Veon? How long can they keep it around? So we'll see. The wild thing is you just ripped off at least two Hall of Famers. Kelsey and who else? Mahomes? Kelsey, Mahomes for sure is going to be a Hall of Famer. I say Tyreek Hill is on pace. Well, it's wild. A tight end. This is, I think this is the first time that a tight end has been leading the league in receiving yards. And he's leading by a pretty, like, at least 100 yards or so. Yeah. Like Kelsey puts up easy 150 almost every game. He's a freak, bro. He is a freak. I think, uh, dude, low key. I think Le'Veon Bell is like a maybe third or fourth ballot Hall of Famer. Like towards the end, so. you know, he won't be first ballot. He's not a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Dude, he should have stayed with the Steelers. Just rode into the sunset there. All he had to do was play for two or three more years, and he'd been easy lock in for Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's so it's hard with running backs now. I think for Hall of Fame because they just don't play as long. Yeah, shelf life is low, no doubt. Because they, I mean, a running back is lucky now if they can get into their next contract outside of their rookie contract. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right, let's talk about one more game, and it's my favorite game that's happened this past week, and that is the Florida LSU game. Wow, that's all I got to say about that. By How the way, LSU found be. their quarterback. I will say that. That kid's a gamer. Max Johnson? He's a gamer, dude. I'm not going to say he's got a ton of talent. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to say he's like a freak of nature. The kid will compete, though, and that's what they need at quarterback because that was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was an unbelievable competitor, you know? Even their down year, even their bad year, the year before he blew up, he was a hell of a competitor, dude. Hey, he made us look bad in uh, Death Valley when we went down there that year. And that's the reason, that's what I'm saying. So this kid, if he can just stay competitive and continue to grind it away, hit the, I feel like the, the, the completion percentage will go up, you know, the t- interceptions will go down, the, t- the touchdowns will go up. And I think right. if once he starts taking control of the offense, if they keep him there, at least what he showed me, that kid's, I mean, he's got a chance to be good, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's just a freshman, and uh, he's Mark Rick's nephew, actually. Really? I know he's at, out of Oconee County. He's probably 45 minutes from Athens. So a lot of people question why he didn't go to UGA, but obviously bad. Not, not so good blood there with, you know, his uncle's predecessor being there. That's true. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. 
It it never ceases to amaze me how much of a just douchey, egotistical asshole Dan Mullen is. Yeah, he's a weirdo, dude. I'm not into him. We're going into halftime of that game, and all he's talking about is how many yards their offense just put up. Instead of talking about, oh, my God, our defense looks like shit. We need to go in and make adjustments. Nope, we're going to talk about how many yards we just put up this half. Let alone how many picks Kyle Trash just threw. Did you uh, did you see the post game conference with him? Oh yeah, where he's like, well, it's, it's so funny. Before he makes the statement, the guy asked him, he's like, yeah, could you see with all the fog? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, because of the fog, yeah, we could see, but uh, the reporter's like, yeah, we couldn't see anything. Then they go on to ask him, like, so did you see Marco throw the shoe? He's like, oh no, yeah, no, I didn't see that. Right. Yeah. And then he comes out the next day. He's like. Yeah, so I went back to watch the film on it, and it looks like he, you know, he makes a football, uh, he makes a tackle, the shoe comes off, and he makes a football move, and the and the shoe just goes down twenty yards. Um, it didn't look like he was trying to taunt the LSU team. Bitch, you clearly didn't watch the same thing we yeah, watched. Yeah, he's an idiot, dude. <laughs> no, oh my god, this is how I know he's an egotistical dumbass. Not even there's two times he said this now during that game. The announcers were like, they asked him about if they lose, do they still think that he can get into the uh, playoffs by beating Bama? And he goes on this whole rant about like, yeah, we can get in easy. We don't even really care about this game, that kind of stuff. We lose, beat Bama, we're in. And (laughs) the announcers go, I remember you having that weird-ass look on your face when he said that. That is so crazy to think. You just lost to a three and five LSU team that's atrocious. Let's call it as it call it. Auburn beat them by forty. That's how bad bad. they are. We'll get to Auburn after this. Um, But you lose to them, and you still think that one you have any kind of chance uh, against Bama. He literally came out, I think, two days ago and said, "Yeah, we'll we'll worry about if we get in the playoff offs or not uh, after our win on Saturday." I guess you got to have confidence, but you got to have some self-awareness and know you're not going in there and just being that easily going to beat Bama like Dude, that. Dude, they're going to get rolled, bro. Trask, I can't believe the spread's only 17. Trask, Trask is going to get exploited. Yeah. I mean, he threw three picks in that LSU game, and he threw a pick six, so it's the first of the he, – he just lost himself to Heisman for that game. True. And he's about to really lose himself to Heisman this game. And Mac Jones could very well win that win his Heisman. Devontae Smith. No shot, dude. Devontae Smith. Dude, without he Mac Jones, it. Devontae Smith isn't Devontae Smith. Without Mac, without Devontae Smith, Mac Jones ain't Mac Jones. Well, you could say that – you could make that case for Waddle earlier in the year. He broke his – he snapped his leg, and Mac Jones continued to find another target. You know why? Because they have five stars everywhere, and he can do that. <laughs> yeah. He can do that. I can't disagree with That's that. That's what I'm saying. Mac Jones is the Heisman, 100%. Have you seen the Bryce kid come in and play? He doesn't look good, bro. That is not Tua. Look for him next year. That is not Tua at backup. When Jalen Hurts was a starter and Tua came in and they never right. checked up. Beat me, yeah. Dude, Bryce Kim comes in, and their offense stops. Yeah, their offense isn't. If Mac Jones isn't the most valuable player on that team, you're wrong. Because I still think it's Devontae. When it comes to like best football player in the league, or not league, in America, it's Devontae Smith. 
Well, he should win the other award. But Heisman is most valuable player. By definition, Mac Jones has more value because his backup is way worse than Devontae's, which is Mechie. He's thrown a million touchdowns to him. Um, there's sure. another kid. What, what's the Najee. other kid? Najee. I mean, he's a unit, you know? He's he's unfair. Period. It's almost crazy that they could send three Alabama players to New York if they wanted to. They might do they it. They won't because they're going to put Kyle Trash there. You think you think Trask is going to go ahead of Mac Jones? Oh, I know. I think Trask will go to New York, but he ain't winning it. No, God, no. Come on. The only reason that Mac Jones, if you look at their numbers, the only thing that's really different is the fact that Trask has more touchdowns, and that's because they just can't run the ball. He has more attempts. Then you go and that too. Yeah, but then I'm you saying. go and like when you look at the yards and completion percentage and all of that, they're about the same. But like I said, less touchdowns on Mac Jones purely because Najee has twenty something of them. Mac Jones is one hundred percent the most value valued player on that on that offense on the team, which is wild. I did not expect that nobody. I called it. I I called it. Hey, I called it. Just saying. Before the season set, I started. I said Mac Jones is gonna pop off, dude. You just wait. He is the perfect quarterback for that offense, for the Alabama offense. He is the perfect build. Slow, game manage, good arm, smart football IQ. Great. Like honestly, at this point, I think he's got a great arm. I'm not lying, dude. Oh, he's got a cannon. That kid can who make. Doesn't think that. That kid makes throws, bro. He makes who, who throws. Who's saying he doesn't have good arm? That's what I'm saying. He's got a good arm. Terrible body. He's accurate. He's huge. Terrible body human. And he's got football IQ, dude. That's all you need hey, at the, Auburn, a, at the Alabama quarterback Bad position. body guy. Yeah, bad dude. body guy through and through. Bad body guy. I don't know what kind of guy he is. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I could find out. But uh, I just, I mean, I know for a fact he is the most valuable player in the country. 100%. You know what he looks like? He looks like the uh, John Parker Wilson, like Bama Bangs quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's when you know Brody, we're back at that, the high That Brody Kroll. Yeah, you know, the the swoop haircut, the Justin Bieber, the Bama Bangs. And you can't even say that he's not most valuable over Trevor Lawrence because they went in there in Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence and took him to overtime. Bryce yeah. is not taking anybody to overtime. No. Maybe Auburn. Dude, that's my thing about the Clemson game this weekend is like, we're about to, I mean, DJ put up some damn good numbers against Notre Dame that game. Yeah, he did. But their defense still sucked dick They against did. Notre Dame. So, do, so that's why I'm very interested on that line being ten and a half this week. Yeah, I'll be honest. I know I didn't pick it, and everybody will see you later. But right, and here in a minute. But uh, I, I like honestly, I like ten. I'm not gonna lie, I like ten. Interesting. The only but bo- I right. like ten for leadership. Okay, I think they do get some defensive guys back, but outside of that, I just don't know if Trevor Lawrence puts up any different numbers than. DJ did that game. Maybe not, but we both Honestly. know Clemson's morale was way lower than it would have been if Trevor Lawrence. Oh, 100%. That's what I'm saying. 100%. Morale is way higher because they have their leader on the field. The confidence And that's what's important. That is a 10-point buffer, in my opinion, alone. Yeah, it's just so funny because Dabo's just been running his mouth left and right ever since they lost. Yeah. That guy, I don't like Dabo. I think he's just, just a sleazeball. Really? Yeah, I think he's fake as shit. He puts on this like Christian bullshit. And I think that's fake as hell. Interesting. I don't not. Yeah. I, I don't listen to anything on there. I don't have. A, I don't really have a take on Dabo. Yeah. 
Um, quickly. Very quickly. Your boy Malzahn finally gone. Yeah, thank God. I'm officially an Auburn fan again. My dad <laughs> called me. My dad called me, though, and it was hilarious because the favorite right now is Kevin Steele. And uh, that's going to be a bad hire. Dude, my dad called me and he said, I'm just letting you know right now, if they hire Kevin Steele, I'm burning all of my Auburn gear and I'm buying an Alabama jersey. He said, because Alabama <laughs> actually wants to win. Yes. And that is true, dude. Auburn, I swear to God, they don't care about they don't care about success. All they care about is family, quote unquote. And they want to hire people that have been in the Auburn system and they won't break the Auburn system because for whatever reason, people are pretending like Auburn's just a perennial powerhouse when reality is they are a perennial eight-win team every year. Yes, every year outside of the Chiswick year. Literally. They, you take out the Cam Newton outlier and the miracle of a season that was the Nick Marshall yes. era. That was a joke in itself. They won four games in, like, the last drive. You know, like, yep. they could have easily been an eight-win team that year. So, it's just, I, if they hire Kevin Steele, I will be devastated. But also, if they hire Kevin Steele and they go out and get a banger offensive coordinator, somebody that can so run an offense, and they let, and Kevin Steele says, all right, take the offense. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to handle my defense and the overall well-being of the team. I think they would have a lot of success if the offensive coordinator is very good. Because you hear who the rumor is? What? Bobo. Who? Bobo. Who? Mike Bobo. Who's that? He used to be the Georgia offensive coordinator under Rick for a very long time, and then he went to Colorado State, and now he was just at South Carolina and was the interim head coach there when Wes Champ got fired. Really? Yeah. It'd be a very interesting hire i don't know i don't have you. an input on that i don't know the guy i wish it would be a decent hire for steel if he hired him but I, I i don't know if it is the rumor is that it is going to be steel but then i also hear it's not crystal ball just signed with an extension with oregon hugh freeze isn't going anywhere so who do you have left you have billy napier down in uh louisiana lafayette and then who uh chadwell i want to say the kid the guy down at coastal those are the only, I mean, between steel, those two, that's it. Yeah, that's rough. It's probably going to be steel. It's, I mean, odds are looking good for steel. Which is very interesting. Which is not. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I just don't think it's good, dude, unless they hire a, some kind of shot in the dark, dark horse OC that comes in and has a brilliant game plan and actually teaches Bo Nix how to be a quarterback and not a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you watch that, you watch that Auburn Mississippi State game, and you're like, what the shit am I watching? Like, what in the hell am I watching at all? It was three to two or some shit going into the going into halftime. I'm like, what, bro? I didn't watch that game. I'm not gonna. Lie. Oh, I had fifty dollars on a minus six and a half, and we hit. Yeah, we hit. We hit, but still, it's just like, bro, was that last week's game? And then he immediately got fired. Yeah, they literally That's beat so Mississippi State and got fired the next day. I mean, they needed to move on from him. It sucks because I love, I love Gus, just because we always beat him. Hey, also outside of seventeen, top tier guy. Not really. Eh, uh, hey, he loves him some Waffle House. Top tier person in terms of person and character as a human, top tier. But that's honestly one of his flaws. Hey, man, you got to be an asshole kind of to be a coach. People got to respect you. And everybody just loved him as a person. Yeah, great guy, top tier guy but not a good coach. You know, he can't get in anybody's ass without people laughing at him. 
<laughs> hey, that's not that's, that's no respect, bro. Look at Saban. People when Saban talks, people shut the hell up. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, when Saban freaks out on his assistants, I laugh. That's what I'm saying. Even the funny. assistants, they're like, Yes, sir. How high? Just you like know? Oh, damn, all right. And that's the way it should be, bro. You're the head coach. You run the show. Well, it's, Malzahn reminds me of Mullen getting into Grantham's ass. And it's just like, dude, you can't do it when you're that goofy. Dude, Malzahn just wasn't a winner on the football field. Nope. He just wasn't a winner. We, he, he had Cam Newton one year, and that's how he got into there. Apparently, they got some good quarterback this year, too. Another uh, Auburn got another good quarterback. And I'm like, look, guys, literally – I am not because people, dude, Auburn's marketing team is the best one in the country. And people are like, dude, our recruiting, I'm telling you, our recruiting class is going to be great. We got these big dudes coming in and they got their big signs. I'm like, bro, I don't care if it's Jesus Christ, the five-star quarterback. You're not going to like what I'm about to tell you about your recruiting class. I'm just saying, I don't care who it is until they perform. I don't, I don't, I'm just going to assume that they're not very good. That's, that's the bottom line. They're, hey, your recruiting class is one spot ahead of Vanderbilt. It should be. They don't even have a head coach. Both teams don't have a head coach. They, I mean, hey, Auburn's. Hey, the longest tenured head coaches in the SEC right now Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dan Mullen. And rightly so, they win. That's insane. They win. Bottom line. Now, you could throw Kiffin in there because he's been a head coach for a long time, but I'm talking about in the SEC, it's those three. Yeah. And Kirby's only been a head coach for five years. Yeah. But also, Kirby Smart wins. True. Kirby Smart wins. Dan Mullen wins somehow. Somehow. And obviously, Nick Saban wins. He's the greatest coach that's ever stepped foot on a football field. So. Yeah. And I think that goes without saying at this point. Oh, I mean, that's very obvious. You know, who anybody wants to make the argument about Bear Bryant is just a Bama homer. That's literally, that's they're just old Bama fans. That's the only people that think that now. Yeah. And even then, old people, even them now, they're just like, I don't know. Saban's pretty good. The Saban guy, you know, Saban's, he's about to win his seventh ring in like, in like six years. So, what do you think, quickly, quickly, Ohio State potentially not playing tomorrow? Good. Get out of there. Don't put them in the playoffs. See ya. Because of COVID. Texas A&M, um, Clemson, Notre Dame. Keep Notre Dame in there. Yep. Uh, again. Nope. Cincy. Fuck the power. Bump Notre Dame oh. out. Put Cincy in. I want Alabama to beat them by 52. Nah, we're going to get that. We're going to play them in the Peach Bowl. Don't worry about that. Ooh, I think Cincy wins. What? Georgia's not very good, dude. Uh, You... Clearly haven't been watching recently. Dude, all I'm saying is that first half against Missouri was putrid. Yeah, it was. But you also can't blame, I mean, a block punt. There was only really one good drive they put together, and then they blocked a punt on the five. I don't disagree with that. So they put one drive together. So I'll give them one drive. That's true. Hey, did you send but me Did that, you send yeah. me my picks? Nope, I will real quick. Yeah, send me my picks real quick. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get in the picks. We got to so. get into it, bro. I got to leave here in, like, literally 55 minutes. Yeah, I know. Yes! We actually went a little longer than I thought we were going to go before that. There was some cool stuff that happened in the football room. I know. I mean, it's not every day that a team loses a game by throwing a shoe 20 yards down the field. That's the truth. And then a guy potentially leaves the game for taking a shit, comes back and leads him on a fourth and five touchdown for 44 yards. No doubt. And and quote-unquote a legendary quarterback in the SEC get, or, or, 
coach in the SEC or a staple in the SEC gets fired, which you love yep. to see. Oh, I love it. Yeah, send those send those things to me, brother. I sent them. All right, perfect. Okay, yeah, I just got them. All right, cool. Let's get into our picks. You want to start with the NFL? Uh, yep. All right. Let's go top down. NFL, top down. My NFL picks, people. We're segueing. All right. I'll be honest, I'm right at 500 all the time, which is better than under. I'm pretty sure I'm still like one under, but anyway. 78 and 79. That's crazy. Anyway, all right. NFL picks, like them, leave them, don't care. Bills minus six versus Denver. Denver's not very good. Drew Locke looks terrible, and he's nervous in the pocket when he has pressure. Uh, the Allen kid, a ton of arm talent, great competitor. I think they win by six pretty easily. Next game, Chiefs, NOLA. Norland's just coming off a loss against the Eagles which looked terrible. Taysom Hill didn't look very good. Once again, great competitor. He's like the Bo Nix of the NFL. Good competitor. He just doesn't have it. Bottom line. Um, they're playing Kansas City. The line's only three. Don't understand that, period. I think it's because of the home game, even though they don't have any fans. Kansas City minus three, lock of the week. Browns minus six and a half over, I think it's the Giants. Is that right? Yes. All right. They just came off a tough loss against the Ravens, but they played them really well, and their offense looked electric. Their defense is going to step up, especially against the Giants and a backup quarterback. Even if even if Daniel Jones plays, I think that they do just fine. The Garrett guy yeah. is going to get after some ass against the quarterback, and I think the Browns' offense continues the momentum going into this week. They start with the run and end it with the pass, and that's beautiful. They have a balanced offense for the first time in probably 20 years. It's really a lot of fun to watch. I think Browns minus 6.5 is a good good bet also. Philly plus 6 against who? Arizona. Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals have been banged up, dude. We got a question mark at quarterback. Kyler has been, uh, his shoulder's been bothering him, and they've kind of trended downward the last few weeks. And meanwhile, the last week, I mean, they're trending upward with Philly. They got a new, they got a lightning rod in Jalen Hurts. He's a winner. We both know that. I told you that. I mean, yeah. that's just, Jalen Hurts is a winner. It doesn't, it ain't going to be pretty ever, but he just, he's a winner. He's going to keep in the game minimum. And I think that they cover the six point spread. Um, next game, Jags Ravens. I have that game. I, there's a 12 and a half point spread. I don't love that, to be honest with you. Jag, Jags are pretty good at covering, um, especially with double digit spreads like this. But I will say that I love the under in the in the over under because the total is 48. I got under 48. Ravens offense will be pretty good. The Jags offense is stagnant at best. Um, 48 points is a lot of points. Period. Um, next game. Pitt Cincy. It's the Monday night game. Steelers look terrible, if we're being honest. The Bengals are horrendous. Just absolutely terrible. Um, so I don't love off I don't love the offense for the Steelers. I hate the offense for the Bengals. Over under totals 40 and a half. I'm going under there easy. Um I think I think that the, I think that that'll hit pretty easily. I'm, I'm, we're probably looking at a 36, 37 point ball game total. Um and that's on the back end with a few extra washout points. Um those are my NFL picks. Uh, I'm going to roll right into mine. I'm going to start with my Monday night game. Um, I also have that same exact bet, under 40 and a half. Uh, without a running game, the Steelers just look atrocious. So, without Joe Burrow there, you know Cincinnati's not going to do anything. It just seems pretty logical right here. Put the money on the under. It's what happened last week against a much better Bills team. I just don't see – I see this being like a 20-10 to 10 game. Yeah. 21-10, Pittsburgh wins like pretty easily. They they probably get close to covering, maybe not. Who knows? But, yeah, that's my Monday night pick, same as you, Cam. Um, rolling into my next pick, 
I also have the Bills minus six versus Denver on Saturday, which is a weird time for them to be doing this on a championship Saturday for college football. Um, anyways, Bills minus six. Bills look damn good offensively, defensively. They're click- clicking on all cylinders. As you mentioned earlier, Josh Allen, I think he's going to be a top quarterback in the league if he can figure out accuracy on a deep ball. It helps that he has a guy in Diggs and John Brown, but John Brown is on IR right now. But Diggs fills that role for him, what he needs, and they're just rolling. Denver, as you mentioned, Drew Locke, not looking very good. Um, I think Fangio is going to get fired at the end of the year, and they're going to move on from him, which rightfully so. So they cover this with pretty much pretty ease, and it should be good to go from there. Next pick, Washington football team, plus six versus Seattle. Washington's playing good football right now. I can't hate on it. If Alex Smith is healthy enough to play and is still playing the same way as he has, I can see them covering this real well. This game eerily similar to that Giants-Seattle game, too. It is in Seattle, so there's a little caution there, but Washington plus six, I think there's a good chance there. Interesting. Chase Young is a freak. Um, next pick, Miami minus one and a half versus the Patriots. Patriots just don't look good right now. They don't have an offense. I don't think Cam's a quarterback there anymore. I don't know if Cam's going to be a starter much longer unless he gets around the right team, the right system, with enough playmakers to make him better. But that's not New England right now. Yeah. Miami looks good. They put up a fight against Kansas City this past weekend. They came down the line. Um Really close game there at the end, so give me Miami minus one and a half. This seems like a lock to me. I know it's in New England, but still, this is not the Patriots of old. Um, so we're going to move from there. Kansas City minus three, same as you. Nola, big loss last week to Philadelphia, who I bet that game. I had New Orleans. Um, Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. He's a good player. He's just not a quarterback. Great athlete. It's simple. He great athlete, can run the ball great. But he cannot move the ball vertically. All they do is throw out routes. Um, Kamara has not been as effective as you'd think he'd be in this kind of offense. So I don't like this at all. The only thing you have fear here is that the Kansas City Chiefs have clinched. So how long do they put in effort? I think they play this game hard because it is New Orleans. But if they get a pretty big lead, they'll probably just settle in and just bring in the backups and not take any lumps. That's the only thing you can fear there is that they, you know, they've already clinched, but they do want a one seed. So they should try to go out and win this game. I do like minus three here. It should be pretty easy. Next game. This one's probably my uh, sketchiest one of the week, in my opinion, even outside of that Washington game. Vikings minus three versus Chicago. Chicago looked great last week. Vikings not so much, even though they did technically dominate that game against the uh, Buccaneers. They had the ball way more. Just Dan Bailey just can't kick fucking field goals. So if you can convert those field goals and touchdowns, there you go. Or if you just get a better kicker, that too. So they they could have won that game last week against the Bucks. So I do like them here. Chicago's a roller coaster team. And there's a lot of incentive for both these teams to go out and play well. They both have a chance. They're in the hunt. Have a chance at the playoffs. So I like the Vikings better as a whole unit. They have a better offense. I know Trubisky did what he did last week, but give me the Vikings minus three. Sorry, sorry, Chicago. No bear down this week. We done there? All right, Cameron. Yep, that's my last NFL pick, so let's roll into our college stuff this week. All right, it is championship weekend for the football teams in the college realm. 
Uh, but I'm going to take a few that aren't even in the in the championship area. You'll see. Uh, my first pick is my lock of the week. Bama minus 17 over Florida. Florida's just simply not a good team. They got a good offense, and that's it. Alabama might put up 100 points. That's how I feel. Their offense is electric. Their defense is coming on strong and looking like a Bama defensive old as well. So that is going to be interesting to see, honestly. And against that, this will be the best offense they faced, uh, and Pitts will be back for Florida. But I do think that uh, it's going to be Bama minus 17 in the end. I think at least 21, uh, and uh, and that is my lock. Next game, Ohio State versus Northwestern. The spread's 18 and a half, and I'm going Ohio State. If it gets canceled, should I put in a ter- uh, 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 a safe bet? Uh, and if if this gets canceled, uh, let me check real quick. I I haven't heard any more word about it getting canceled. I know that was a rumor yesterday, but let me let me take a peek real quick. But yeah, if you want to change that, you're more than welcome to. All right. Say so if it gets canceled, then you switch to. The Clemson game? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch it on the fly right now anyway. Clemson minus 10 over Notre Dame. Clemson minus 10 over Notre Dame. That is my pick. Uh, Like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence himself is a 10-point buffer in terms of leadership. I knew the last game that they played, it was in Notre Dame, and they were playing with a backup quarterback. So morale wasn't as high as it would have been with Trevor Lawrence going in there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is back, and I think that Clemson beats them by at least 10 points. I don't know about the defenses. Honestly, they're both question marks on both sides. But I do think that Clemson will score 10 more points than Notre Dame in the end. That is my new pick. Um, Okay. Uh, my next pick is Oklahoma versus Iowa State. This is the Big 12 championship game. Um, Iowa State, I still don't have a bunch of faith in them, dude. I don't know why, I just don't. Oklahoma's looking better. They're trending upward, um, and Oklahoma's the five-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take Oklahoma minus five-and-a-half because they are trending upward. And Ohio State, or Iowa State, excuse me, I just don't, I'm not buying it. Not buying it from them. No, I'm not. I don't either. Um, the next game, A&M versus Who? Tennessee. Tennessee. That's right. The Volunteers. A&M's only a 14-point favorite. Um, I think... Tennessee's bad. Tennessee's not very good. A&M's pretty good, bro. They're a pretty good football team. I don't think they're... Honestly, I don't think they have a chance in the playoffs. I think they're going to get in, but I don't think they could do well against Bama again. But nonetheless, no, I, so nonetheless uh, I am going to take A&M minus 14 against the Volunteers. The Volunteers are just simply terrible. They don't even have a quarterback to this day. They have a two-quarterback system still. They have no trust in their quarterback, and it shows. Kellen Mond is sound. The guy doesn't make a whole bunch of mistakes. He don't. He's not electric, but he doesn't make. He he makes good decisions, and that's what's important in games like this. He's gonna make good decisions. I think that they win. Uh, win by fourteen. Next game: Army Air Force. The uh, the under in the military games is like a billion and like fifteen. Literally, the record's ridiculous on the under. Against the overall, so I'm going under 38 and a half, and also Army is like seven and three or eight and two or something like that, and Air Force is like three and two, and Air Force is the favorite. I don't know what they know, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with that. I am gonna go under 38 though because there's just not gonna be a whole bunch. You of watched points. the game last week, then you really know you have to take the under in these military. That's games. the truth. It was it was. <laughs> don't make my don't make my mistake and take the over right. Yeah, here. that was a risky play by you for sure. Um, yeah, and then I didn't know it was going to be snowing and foggy. Yeah, that was rough for sure. And the next game, I got Mississippi State Missouri. Um, the line's only one and a half uh, in favor of Missouri. Mississippi State is terrible. 
although Missouri got drugged last week, they were on a five game win streak. Yo, yo. And um and they were looking pretty good. Uh the quarterback doesn't look bad, even though he did look bad against Georgia. Um Georgia's got a good defense. I will say that. So um I do like Missouri minus one and a half because they're just a better team. Bottom line. I think they're a better team. I think they move to six and four and probably get bowl eligible. Mississippi State doesn't literally has nothing to play for, but they also have nothing to lose. So that's something to look out for. I do like one and a half for Missouri though. That's my last pick. Yep. All right, rolling into mine. Um again, lock of the week. Same as yours. Bam and minus seventeen. This is just gonna be bad. Let's call it how it is. It's gonna be bad and I can't wait for it. I can't wait to just Oh, I can't wait for it. Yeah, Bama's going to destroy Florida. Um, we might have some more cleats being thrown by Florida players. Who knows? Dan Mullen's going to talk about how he put up 100 yards on Bama, um, and he's going to be just crying like Tebow did back in the day. Uh, next pick, I also have Oklahoma. Uh, I'm taking them on the spread. I just I can't buy into Iowa State. They're pretty, much, they're pretty easy to scheme against now, knowing who they are. Um, it took a last-minute drive to in a couple of picks for Iowa State to beat Oklahoma early in the year. If uh, Oklahoma cleans the, cleans it up this week, they can easily win this. So um, I, I like this a lot. I don't like Iowa State. All they do is run the ball. So you scheme yourself for that. You don't have to. You, you don't have to worry about Brock Purdy hurting you over the top. Yeah. So that's why I like that. Next, um, I have USC minus three against Oregon. Look, this is an Oregon team. They've lost to Cal. They lost to Oregon State. I don't like that at all. Oregon really shouldn't even be in this game right now. It should be like Colorado or Washington, but I think Washington was the one who got hit with COVID, so they, that's why the Oregon's in this game. USC's rolling right now. Give me USC minus three. It's a it's a low spread. I get it, but I like that one a lot. Uh, A&M minus 14. Everything you said on this, Plus their defense, I think that's why they cover this. I don't know how much Tennessee scores. I don't think Bailey can get their offense going at quarterback. I don't think he's much that great at quarterback. Um, A&M's got a very quick, very fast defense. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game and the reason that they cover the 14. Um, they're a more sound team. They do squeak out some wins, which is a little interesting. But... Um, yeah, good defense. I think they, they handle Tennessee pretty easily. And if they're smart, if Jimbo's smart, if he wants to make an argument for the playoffs, he needs to put up 40 or 50 on Tennessee and hold them to 14 points. Um, that, that would be a big statement to the to the playoff committee, like, hey, we are pretty legit. We just destroyed a Tennessee team, even though we've been kind of barely ma- making by on some of these games. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they only won like 26 to 10 in their last game out. Uh, next game, Arizona State minus seven. Uh, they beat Arizona seventy by seventy points last week. Yep. So, can they do this to Oregon State, who just lost to Stanford? Absolutely. So I'm taking that. It's minus seven. It just seems kind of a lock to me. So we'll we're gonna see if they can do it again. Can can uh what's his goddamn Herm, Herm Edwards? Can he keep it going? Can he keep the train rolling there? Can he keep the team focused? Um, I like it. I think they would. I actually would love to see them play USC again with their quarterback. I think they'd win that game. Um, next game, last game, ACC championship game, Clemson Notre Dame. I'm taking the over at 59 and a half. Uh, I mean, if we watched the game last time, this was a 47 44 game. So just seems kind of easy. Trevor's back. They're going to score a lot. Unless you get Venables coming out and just completely shutting down Ian Book, 
I see this as a high-scoring affair again, and we'll see who pulls it out. I think the 10's a little interesting because I still personally do believe that Trevor doesn't do much different than what DJ did in that game because DJ is that good of a quarterback. It's a testament to them having a very good backup quarterback, and they'll be set for the next few years. But I don't know how much different Trevor would have been in that game. So I get what you're saying, the morale, having the confidence, having your guy back, and maybe they get a few guys back on defense, and that's really the difference. But we're talking about neutral site, and it's just a rematch. I Maybe the stars just aligned that night for Notre Dame, but we're about to find out if they're legit or not. But to be honest with you, if Clemson loses, they're out. Notre Dame loses, unless it's a blowout, they're still in. So my, my playoff teams um, holding on to Ohio State, I think they are going to play. Uh, everything I looked, there wasn't. it was just rumors. So they're probably going to play. They're going to destroy Northwestern. I know Northwestern has a good defense, but I think it's going to be Ohio State at four. Um, Notre Dame at or Ohio State at three, Notre Dame at four, um, Clemson at two, and Alabama at one because Florida ain't beating Bama. That's the truth. They're going to destroy them. Clemson ain't jumping uh, Bama. And then you're going to get a Bama, um, Notre Dame, which would be great for week one, Ohio State, Clemson, and then you're going to get Bama, Clemson again. Yep. I agree with that. And then Bama destroys Clemson. Breaking news, by the way. Um, Steve Sharkeesian is interviewing for Auburn. Really? Yeah, he's interviewing for the Auburn position. And honestly, I love that would be a good I hire. I love the hire. That would be a good hire. I do love the hire. I would actually agree with that hire. I don't hate it. I mean, but you keep Kevin see, still on defense, you let Sarkeesian run the offense. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you got you got Bo Nix, which it's what you said, but without Kevin Steele being head coach. Exactly. Exactly. Instead it'll be Sarkeesian as the figurehead. I think that yeah. um Sarkeesian's, I mean, granted, he has the most weapons in the league every year at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I get it. He does have the best foot offense, you know, spoon-fed to him. But it doesn't mean— to rebound from what he did. It do, yeah, it doesn't mean that he's not a good coach. The guy's still calling the plays. He's still running schemes for the offense to do these things, you know? So um, I just— Maybe he comes in. Maybe he shows Bo Nix how to be a quarterback. You know, maybe, maybe. maybe. I know. I know the uh, the uh, the Seth. That would be a dude. Seth Williams. Seth Williams is a great target. Eli Stove is a great target. They have kids that they can throw to. Bo Nix just doesn't know how. Bottom line. But is I'm pretty sure Williams are going to draft. Isn't he a sophomore? I think he's a junior. No, he is a junior. He is long. a junior. If he goes in the draft, he's not going high. So that's probably a bad play. But I don't think his stocks can go any higher if he stays. Maybe not. That is, I mean, that's the risk you're definitely having to, having to take for sure. I don't disagree with that either. Maybe Eli Stowe goes as well. That's true. Go get go get paid even if you get undrafted. That's true. You get 250k a, a damn a year just being a scout team guy. So that's not a bad paycheck. Exactly. I agree with that. I'd love that paycheck. No doubt. I'll go do that to get hit around by some NFL guys every week, bro. Sign me up. I'm into that. My body will hurt, but, hey, that's what a cold bath's for. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up, dude. It's already 3.30. Holy shit, it's 3.30. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, 4.30 for me. Yeah, that's the truth. Hey, hey, we're a whole hour and 15 in. <laughs> Damn, we really are, bro. Another good pod, bro. We, Another good pod. Hey, we can, hey, 
we just pulling shit out of our ass right now for you guys. We're just, just dude, we're stringing them together. I like this one. This was a good one for sure. Let's wrap it up, dude. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys yes. for listening to us. Um, if you got any hot takes, dude, let us know. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Thank you guys for continuing to support us. Um, I do have three people that want shirts, by the way. Okay. So, and I got the we'll sizes. Get those in, so. I got the sizes. Um, so, um, so we're ready for that. Um, if you guys, if y'all want, if y'all want some gear, let us know. We'll figure it out. We will get this done for y'all and it'll be a good new year. Um, but, um, thank you guys for your continued support, rate, review, subscribe, download, all that jazz for us. Thank you guys. And, uh, and, and, and just keep, keep grinding away with us. Uh, we're going to keep it going into the new year and into the foreseeable future. Um, I'm very excited. It's cool to hear that Ryan's got something in the, on the horizon in terms of development for him. That's awesome. Uh, I do have a thing, a few things working up for me as well in the music front. I'm excited about, and uh, and and we're uh, we're we're really gonna push that in the coming year. Um, hopefully, you guys are staying safe during this pandemic. Y'all stay safe out there. I hope you guys have a phenomenal Christmas. Um, ha- happy happy Christmas, happy holidays, and uh, enjoy your family, man. Um, with with everything going on nowadays, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So just really just cherish the moments you have with your with your with your older people and your older relatives and uh, enjoy those moments because you don't know. You don't know, especially in these uncertain times. Uh, we really appreciate appreciate y'all again. Ryan, do you have anything else? Quickly, I only have one thing or two things, really. Uh, first, guys, send in listener questions, BDE, BDE LDE topics. Um, as we mentioned when we had the annual, you know, the year-long uh episode we want to do more listener engagement with you guys so send in your questions send them into the podcast page on instagram twitter whatever you guys want to use send them to us we want to get you guys back involved in this whole thing we're going to especially with sports starting to wind down we need more listener engagement with you guys so continue to send in questions let's bring that back um outside of that have a great weekend if we don't get talk to you guys next week have a great christmas and a happy new year um, we're going to really have a good time with all this. As Cam said, there's some exciting stuff in development, some things that can really help us and really be, be great for us. So we're going to have a great holiday, great weekend. I'm actually going to see Cam this weekend. Get so it. We're going to ha- get a little lit, get a little lit if we can, and y'all have a great weekend just like we will. Absolutely.